Do you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then Women's Pelvis Wellness is a place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of Women's Pelvis Wellness. And today, um, my special guest is my belly dance instructor, one of my belly dance instructors, Pamela. And I'm super excited because um, this is just something that's been really fun for me. And it's been something that's helped me build a community of, you know, really positive, uplifting women. Um, it's also, you know, helps me feel sexy and it's fun. And um, so Pam is just going to share with us um, kind of um, just a brief history and share about her and then just give us, show us a few little things. So those of you who are listening to this um, on audio, if you go to the YouTube channel, Soul Healing Body Work and Wellness Center, you can watch all of um, the podcast on there. So you can see this video of these demonstrations so then you can do them easier in your home. So thank you so much, Pam, for being with me today. Thank you for having me, Amy. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Um, so uh, just starting with a brief history about belly dance. Um, belly dance is a dance for the women. It is a, uh, a, an old dance. Uh, the origins of the dance um, has, I would, you know, uh, goes back in, in, in early um, pre-AC <laughs> times. Right. Uh, and uh, where the origins uh, is, is actually from, uh, we believe it's, it's from uh, the Indian uh, Rajasthani area, the Roma um, culture, the travelers of, um, uh, of time, uh, and where the travelers would move to different towns, different cities, following, um, you know, uh, their crops and, and, and animals and things like that. And it spurs going up into the Eastern Euro European areas. And as the travelers travel to different, um, countries, the influence of the dance changes. And I think that that's the key is that the dance is central to a community and the tribe. So, uh, the dance is uh, a ritual. The dance is a form of, uh, celebration. It's uh, a dance of mourning. It's a dance of passage. Um, and so it's, it's central uh to to the existence of of uh the cultural experience um i i have a couple books that i feel are really helpful um because i'm not quite the most you know uh fluent historian um but uh the two books that i recommend i feel um serpent of the nile is a beautiful book 
Yeah. And this is by Wendy, and I'm going to spell out this last name, B-U-O-N-A-V-E-N-T-U-R-A, because I know I will just mess up the last name, but it's Serpent of the Nile. It has such beautiful historical pictures, photographs, and paintings. Oh but I, I think what's, what's wonderful about this is it gives you a sense of the history in the Arabic uh, world, um, but, uh, and also the interpretation of how when people encountered the dance, um, how you, know, you have to take that, it was mostly male writers at that time, and their interpretation of the dancers, the exotic, the sensual dance of this, you know, uh, 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 mysterious dance that they encounter. Um, but they neglected to really understand the heart of the dance. So it's, sure. it's interesting, and belly dance has such a different, has, has an interpretation as being something uh, bad <laughs> or yep. sensual or, you know. Yep. Um, the one book that I love is Mother's, uh, Grandmother's Secrets. And um, this is a beautiful, real, uh, real easy read. But I mean, it, it's just a, it's a very gentle reading through um, the ancient rituals and the healing power of belly dance by Rosina, uh, F-A-W-Z-I-A-A-L-R-A-W-I. Again, I know. Beautiful thing about mother's, grandmother's sequence is you get a sense of a child growing up in the cultural dance and belly dance. And and uh, how she talks about her grandmother. And she experienced, um, this is in Baghdad, what, that she uh, grew up, and how the cultural experience of dance was so part of her existence. In fact, it was how her grandmother taught her how to write Arabic. So, you know, there's this beautiful poetic, it, 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 it makes me cry, <laughs> really, yeah. because of the beauty of how dance was so embedded into uh, the life experience as a family and as a community. And, um, you know, for myself, I, uh, you know, dance was something I went to dance class for. Um, it was very separate of that I had to go to a dance class to learn how to dance. Where here, you're learning from your grandmas, your aunts, your uncles, uh, or your aunts, or mostly, you know, in your, your separate uh, areas as women and men, but you're learning from your 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 family, and and it's part of uh, you know again a, a, a religious ritual of just going into a sense of prayer and you know or uh, going moving into the celebration of a young woman starting her menstrual cycle. It, it just has such a beautiful uh, way of how uh, a culture embraces life through dance, and I I, I really highly recommend that. Um, for, for myself, my personal experience with uh, belly dance was, um, you know, uh, my livelihood is dance. Um, I've been dancing since age seven. Um, and I, when I was in New York around 18, I, you know, of course I saw the beautiful dancing that I saw in, you know, different cabarets and things like that. But when, it, when I actually moved to Wisconsin, that's where I really, I actually found it deeper. And for myself. Um, and, uh, you know, I had just finished, I just had uh, my first baby. And, um, you know, we would gather together as, uh, you know, play dates, getting our kids together to play. And one day, a good friend of mine said, 
do you guys want to start, you want to try belly dancing? And so we're like, uh, okay. And so she put this VHS video in and we started belly dancing. And it, little did we know that that was actually the start of something that has continued for 23 years since. Um, yeah. I fell in love. I fell in love with how it made me feel. It, I fell in love with how I, I moved and, and I felt like I could move all my life. You know, it wasn't like I had to go to dance class to be a dancer. I was actually trusting my body and embodying the movement in my own way and making those choices that felt good in the body. Right. Um, and I think that that was empowering. Um, for myself and it was also the start of gathering with a purpose so we started to get together to dance only yeah the kids would play but it was actually mom's dancing <laughs> right and and that was you know the beginning of course then I fell in love with costumery and 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 the stories and uh, and then started to to incorporate the classes, taking workshops, and um, developing my uh, I want to say uh, my my approach. In no way am I representing a certain culture. Um, you know, I am I'm I'm born and raised in like I said in California. I'm not attempting to uh, uh, represent a culture a cultural. Sure. Dance. You go and you study with a master to do the Egyptian style. You study with, um, you know, uh, a, a master in dance. If you want a very specific style of dance, um, what I am part of or I, I, I embrace is what's called the tribal belly dance. And the tribal belly dance is more of an Americanized um, idea of that we are influenced by many different cultures mm -hmm. uh, of dance, and in no way am I representing one form. Right, yes, which is always said too in every class. That's always explained. And I mean, it's just, it's just so much fun. And a lot of, several thoughts have been going through my head um, since you first started talking. One that I find very interesting is how belly dance has, was, by historians, you know, now when people go and look back, they have discovered that it's a dance that was created by women for women to tell stories and to teach and to entertain and to just take care of and have that community. But because the men, exactly what you said, the men of the time were the writers, when they wrote, they gave their spin on it. So it's like, it looked as if the women were trying to entice them because they were very enticed by that, even though it had nothing to do with that. So that's really interesting to me because I've, I've never really thought that deep about it, quite honestly. Well, and, and in art form, a dance progresses into a livelihood too. I, you know, as a musician, you have to make a living. You know? right. Then you go into a professional life of uh, a musician and uh, dancers. So it, 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 it went from a very centralized experience to uh a form of you know being hired to by you know to perform sure. and um and interesting about you know uh all all the cultural dance will never show the navel that was only uh hollywood in the early you know uh early times of just being fascinated by middle eastern you can say you know little uh little egypt right that um that uh, suddenly they imagine how the belly's moving, but her 
belly, she was covered. She didn't, wasn't showing her belly, but it was, it was called belly dance um, because it was this enticing idea of what was happening underneath that, you know, sh uh, sheen, uh, you know, covering the navel. Sure. And Hollywood took over and went, let's take that off and show the navel. <laughs> right. So, you know, it, it goes, then it goes into um, that exploitation, you know, exploiting the, 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 the costume and, 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 and there's nothing wrong with showing the navel. I'm just saying that the, you know, sure. the, 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 the process of even the costume changed in many ways. Right. Yeah, no, I understand that. Thanks for saying. So that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing all that information with us in those books. We'll definitely have to, those will be in the show notes um, because I've actually not read either of them. So I need to check those out. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. So now so, you're going to show us how to, you're going to, she's going to talk to us basically about, because how is this relating to the pelvis? A lot. It has a ton to do with the pelvis physically, emotionally, and energetically. And obviously, you know, depending on where you are at spiritually, you can make it about that too. So, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to start on the floor and we'll just do a couple things on the floor uh, because it's, it's very much uh, centered on the torso. Uh, the legs and the arms are just like, you know, an embellishment. <laughs> um, so we're going to start on the floor. I recommend having, you know, uh, bring your sit bones up so you're not flat on the floor. You want to make sure your hip flexors don't like <laughs> Grip, right. Um, I also have a couple pillows. Uh, I have four pillows. I have two that I'm going to sit on and one on either side for my knees just to support the back of the legs. So we're going to start in a sitting position and, and, and you could do this in a chair. Uh, you know, it, it really is just a matter of um, finding the sit bones. And to me, the sit bones are the legs of the torso. So you can use your hands, find those sit bones, your right sit bone and your left sit bone kind of move the cheeks out of the way, right? And you feel the mountain peaks of the sit bones. And um, from here, we're just gonna start with the center. You're gonna place your index finger and your middle finger um, right into the belly button. And it's a very light touch. And you're gonna place your other hand um, right across from, you know, from the fingertips, um, approximately where if you drew a line through the torso, you would find your palm. And make it comfortable if your palm is facing your back, beautiful. If it's the back of the hand, um, just make it comfortable. And if it's difficult to reach back, you know, you can just imagine where that space would be. Sure. Let's go ahead and close the eyes and just going deepening into our breath. Just take a moment to feel the quality of the inhale and the quality of the exhale. And I want you to imagine the space where your fingertips are and the back uh, space of your body is expanding uh, you know, away from each other as you inhale, so you feel your belly release. And then as you exhale, you feel that line just getting a little closer. And we'll just do a couple more breath cycles, just focusing on the line between the fingertips and the palm expanding away and then narrowing Good. and just as you continue to breathe i want you to notice the pelvic floor now as you inhale uh, you know a healthy muscle of any muscle has to be flexible and strong 
and be able to move between flexibility and strength in a uh, natural flow, right? So as you inhale, I want you to release the pelvic floor. Feel the widening between the sit bones and the pubic bone and sacrum. Feeling that kite or diamond widening. And then as you exhale, you're going to gather the points of your kite. Points of the diamond are drawing closer as you exhale. So now you're toning and tonifying the pelvic floor. And then inhale, release. And then exhale, toning, good. And I'm gonna change hands, so just so there's not too much stress in the arms. I'm gonna place me op my opposite fingertips, index finger and middle finger into the belly and my opposite hand to the back. Now we're gonna start rocking the pelvis between our posterior and uh, anterior tilt. So this is where you, you find your sit bones, your, your mountain peaks. And you're going to tip behind the mountain peaks. And this is referred to as a posterior tilt. And then you're going to find your, your, your mountain peaks of your sit bones and then go forward of your sit bones. So now you really feel like you're sticking your tail feathers out, right? And then you come back to your balance of your sit bones. And we'll do that with our breath now. So I'd like you to just take a deep inhale here. And as you exhale, you're going to tip the pelvis back behind you know tipping behind the sit bones and I want you to close I want you to narrow and lift the pelvic floor at that point and then find the neutral position and then inhale and release the pelvic floor feel the widening between the sit bones the widening between the pubic bone and the sacrum and then we continue. So you're going to exhale as you go into your posterior tilt, go behind the sit bones. And then inhale, rocking into your anterior tilt. Feel the widening of the, of the pelvic floor. Good, do that one more time. Feeling the breath, noticing where you might be feeling any tension in the jaw, the face, or the shoulders, just see if that can really open up and release, be a little bit more gentler there. And last time. So as we connect into our deep pelvis connectivity, you may notice how maybe the shoulders wanna help you, or maybe the neck or the jaw, um, letting the head and the whole torso respond. And you could do this without holding that part, you know, the point, and just go ahead and place your hands uh, comfortably and just do that pelvic rock one more time and just feeling the rhythm of the breath and the movement of the pelvis and how the pelvic floor changes with each movement, right? It's, it's, a, it's always um, uh, you know, uh, responding to the action. Okay, so then we're just going to do a, a little bit of rib cage, kind of moving that movement up through the ribs and the head, and then we'll start standing. So we feel our mountain peaks, and we're just going to do, uh, if you want to place your, your hand gently on your heart, and if you want to place one hand on your belly, you're welcome to, um, right in the clavicle, underneath the clavicle and the sternum. And then just let the sternum go back, similar to our pelvic rock. So your shoulders may fold forward and your head goes forward. And then allow the rib cage to kind of glide forward. 
and repeat this. And just notice how as your rib cage goes back, there's probably a natural feeling of an exhale here. And connect to your pelvic floor as you do this, right? And then inhale, lengthen and extend, opening the heart space. And then exhale, connect from the pelvic floor, feeling that narrowing of that kite and diamond. And then inhale, feel the elastic quality of the movement as you inhale. And then as you move, just you can change your hand on top of the, you know, holding on to the heart space and holding on to the navel. You can use your whole hand and feel the heat of the hand. I think it's really nice to feel the movement um, and the heat of the hands that you're holding. And then we're just gonna find our mountain peak and you can just take a moment. I think it's always nice to take a moment to feel sensation and change. And then let's just do finally the head. So from here, we'll nod the head down and we'll lift gently. And here you wanna feel that the back of the neck is long. So we're not shortening the back but feel that you're just moving where it doesn't feel like you're crunching the back, right? The back of the spine, the cervical spine. And nod the chin, only go to where you feel maybe a little tiny stretch. You don't have to force anything. Um, it's so beautiful, and I love this about belly dance, is that as you repeat, it's almost like the movement just expands naturally. So we don't wanna force anything. We just wanna notice where we are. And just be into that moment of breath and then just keep that clarity of inhale and exhale. So as we nod the chin towards the sternum, you may feel an exhale and see about that pelvic floor relationship as you exhale. And then as you lengthen and extend on the inhale, opening the rib cage. Feel that Felicity, you know, that opening of the pelvic floor. And then exhale, activate. So as you just, you know, continue, you know, I, I, I encourage you to explore this on your own um, because you may notice as you, you know, and I, I'm, you know, I'm sure Amy can share about this is that you may notice that you know the pelvic floor is imbalanced. You may feel that you're not able to access, you know, right side or the left side or the front and back. And so it's it's the idea is to feel the muscles of the pelvic floor uh, drawing in equally. You know, and I'm just sharing out of my experience. I have an injured uh, groin area, my my right hip, and it has a lot of scar tissue in the pelvic floor. So I have to really focus on toning the right side. It's just a little lazy, it's, you know, or it's not lazy, it's just it's not, it's not activating as strongly as the left side. Yeah, and what I've noticed, the, another thing too that I tell people about belly dance is that it does make you, it makes you very aware of your body because the movements are so small and precise. So it's like, okay, we're going to focus on the lower half of our abs. Well, I mean, whoever does that. <laughs> but the other thing... <clears throat> I really like, I mean, I, instead of, you know, I mean, I, I've done yoga and I've done Pilates. I really love Pilates. Um, what I like about belly dance is that you're getting, 
stretches that you don't normally get and they're moving stretches. So it's not like hold this for a minute and then stand up and hold this for a minute. It's moving, stretching. And like, it's exactly, it's moving how your body naturally wants to. So again, I, I'm a big proponent of just self-awareness, feeling, you know, into your body. So this is a huge, you know, this is a really awesome, fun way to really focus on those. Yeah. I, you know, I always thought of this as like a moving meditation, you know, to, um, and it's dynamic movement. So that's what's so, uh, like you said, that movement becomes the experience of it. Right. So now stand up. And just see, you know, um, how this all comes in play. I'm just going to fix my thing one more time. All right. So you can see my feet, hopefully. I'm going to turn the light on just so also. Hopefully it's not too shadowy. One more. <laughs> Technical. That's right. I recorded in my bedroom. <laughs> Hopefully you see my head. Um, you know, I can, yeah. Okay, and my feet. So, you know, it's very important now that we have the sit bones, we've kind of warmed up the torso. Your sit bones are now extending into the legs. So now your legs are your support compared to where your sit bones were before. You want to make sure you're in a neutral parallel position. And that means if you place your hands right on the front of the hips, and bring your uh, fingertips about two fingertips in and draw a line straight down through the center of your kneecap, through the center of your ankle, and out through uh, technically between your third, your second, and your third toe. So it's, it's basically your big toe and the second and the third, right? Sure, yeah. So you want to make sure you're parallel. And you can place your hand on the front of the belly. And I like to find my sacrum uh, and, and just do the pelvic rock that we did when we were sitting. But I want to just stress how important neutral pelvis is and the balance of the legs. So, um, you know, how we stand. And I always say when you're, you're waiting in line, <laughs> you will notice, you know, how we kind of go like this when we wait or something. Yeah. And that, that's your pelvic floor, right? So how you're finding balance between both legs, your pelvic floor can use that uh, effective support to support its uh, placement, right? If our legs are doing something weird, one side of the pelvic floor is getting tighter, one part of the pelvic floor is way up widening, right? So you just wanna feel how you're connecting with both legs. Knees are softly bent. And from here, we're gonna start with um, a movement and it's all coming from the navel. You have, um, you're gonna shift one hip forward and come back. And shift the opposite hip forward and come back. This is rotation in the pelvis. And return and rotate and return. Go back into your pelvic rock between that anterior and posterior tilt just to feel the movement of the sacrum Connect into your breath. Use your exhale as you curve into your posterior tilt, coming back behind the sit bones. Inhale, lengthen the spine in the opposite direction as you inhale. 
and then do that again. You can have your hands resting on your hips. I like to place my hands right on the iliac crest, the shelf of the hips, the pelvis. And as you move, it does, again, you don't have to go very far. It can be a small movement. The torso is nice and quiet. You're moving the pelvis in rotation. And then come back and then do your tip of the pelvis. Again, notice how you're connecting to the pelvic floor. Notice how it connects up underneath you in that posterior and lengthens elastic opening of the anterior. So when you rotate, you can feel how the pelvic floor kind of gets tighter, or I want to say contracts, and one side opens, like you're, you're kind of moving the pelvis in like this beautiful rotation and it affects the pelvic floor. And rotate, kind of notice what parts would tighten or contract and what parts have a little bit more mobility. And good. Now I want you to feel that you're lifting the pelvic floor all the way through this and you can notice how that just lifting, drawing the pelvic floor and lifting up through the spine, activating that, gives a little different texture in the movement of the pelvis. Let's go back again and just release the pelvis 100%. You're gonna feel the, the pelvic floor kind of being pulled, no matter what, by the movement. Now draw in the pelvic floor and lift up through the crown of the head and do that rotation. And you can feel how it gives you the sense of uh, support all the way up through the crown of the head. And you can go a little faster into what we call the shimmy. And then rest and go back into your posterior, into your tilt. Good. And these are called the cardinal directions. <laughs> we have our sagittal tilt, we have our horizontal. And now our last one is the vertical. So this is walking. So go ahead and walk in place, and you're gonna feel one hip go higher, one hip goes lower, and you're gonna feel the navel. It all relates to our midline or our belly button line. So in, as we do this, we're doing an up and down movement of the pelvis, and then it's, no sh it's not shifting side to side, right? So it's more vertical. And if you place your hands right on that shelf of the hips, you can feel how one hip goes into your palm a little higher, and one hip goes away from the palm and lowers. Now, from here, release the pelvic floor. And now, draw the pelvic floor and lift into it. And any time you go back into that deep pelvic floor, you get a sense of um, the, the, the depth, I want to say, of the movement, right? So you Feel that connection of the abdominals lifting, the crown of the spine, and you know, from her imagery of the pelvic floor relating to the abdominals, I like to feel like right above the pubic bone, you're drawing the, the skin, the muscles in and upward, right? So you feel that little lift right above the pubic bone. And you feel the breath always. So those are the cardinal directions, and then go back into your front and back, your sagittal. And from here, in a belly dance, then we go into absence, so we can do a sharp push, sharp drop, sharp, sharp, adding a little bit of a sharp quality to it. We can do a rotation with a little punch, pop, 
feel the pelvic floor though, because if you don't use it, then the, the whole spine will go, right? Especially if you're hypermobile. So you want to feel that the movement doesn't have to be huge to be exact, right? It's so good for your posture too. Yes. That was the other thing I was going to mention is that I noticed just after probably just a couple of classes, you know, your core is stronger. You're more aware of it. So your posture is better. Yes. Yeah. I mean, first we have to feel where our pelvis is, you know, to, uh, I feel that the neutral spine kind of starts in the root and then it goes up through and you can notice where your head is suddenly and your rib cage, it all is correlates. Beautiful. The last thing I wanted to share is circles. Circles are so beautiful. Um, and uh, you can do the figure eights, you can do uh, the, the uh, horizontal circles, the bowl circles. I mean, there's so many circular movements. But I like to start with, um, oh, you know, uh, let's go back to our walking hip for a moment. And uh, just going back into that vertical hip. Uh, this can go into then a horizontal, or excuse me, vertical figure eight, right? So you have um, all those cor uh, cardinal directions that you can create circles and figure eights, right? If you do the sagittal, you can do some funky movements with the pelvis between extension and flexion, and then rotation, you have that beautiful horizontal figure eight, right? So there's so many different directions based on where, how we move in the pelvis. Let's just do a very simple rounding circle. And what we're gonna do is I'd like you to think of, we're gonna do that posterior tilt. And then we're gonna go into the vertical, that's your walking hip. And then you continue into your extension slightly, don't go too far, you wanna, you're not going too far in extension of the tail. And then you continue to the opposite side in that vertical. So I call this the bowl, or you know, it's, it's referred to the bowl. If you place your hands uh, interlaced and your thumbs forward, your thumbs are your pubic bone. So as you go into your posterior tilt, you're tipping to the back, your pubic bone is high, and then go, I'm, uh, probably you're gonna, it's gonna look opposite, but I'm going to my right hip, and your uh, right wrist goes a little higher, and then you tip and you pour to the front, pubic bone goes lower, and then you feel your left hip coming up high. So you're moving in like this bowl shape. Right. And from here, this is where I want you to notice the pelvic floor and the elastic qualities and the supportive qualities. And just noticing how that correlates to the whole spine. And you know, the arms do all kind of wonderful movements, but just right now you can just roll your wrist very gently. You can go low if that feels like it's too much on the arms, you can bring the arms up high, right? However you wish, the arms are this beautiful expression of emotion, the hands and the face and the eyes. Let's go the opposite direction. Shifting into that bowl-like movement of the circle, making a choice. And I think that's so beautiful about belly dancing is, you know, listen to, you know, does it feel good to reach your arms up? And you can look up to the ceiling that the eyes give you that sense of direction. You can look to the side as you look at your hands. 
You can bring your eyes down low. It's good to move the head as you move, right? Because we, are, we never dance with our eyes in a fixed place. Good. Beautiful. I'd like to introduce one figure eight, and then we're gonna go into um, a movement centering. So from here, we go into the rotation. Go back to one hip going forward. We're gonna do the horizontal rotation. And uh, I may look opposite on the, on the video, but you're gonna shift your left hip forward and your right hip back. And then you're gonna loop with that left hip forward, side, and back on the left side of your navel. And then you're gonna slide through the center and you arrive back into one hip forward, one hip back, your right hip forward, one left hip back, right? So you come back to your navel, your center, it all stems from your center your belly button. Carve with your right hip forward, side, and back. Come back to the navel and carve with the left hip forward, side, and back. Come back through that X, right, of the navel. And then bringing your arms to the side, you can move the wrist, you can move the elbows, you can move the shoulders, right? Uh, belly dance is isolation. And as you explore different parts of the body, you can notice how they respond to other parts, right? So just moving however you wish, let your eyes look down low. Kind of explore with your eyes. Looking across the room, looking above you, doing that figure eight. There's no wrong or right choice. You're really just listening to the movement, you can go as fast as you wish or as slow as you wish, but then always come back. How is your breath affecting this movement? How are you relating to the pelvic floor? What parts can you feel that little internal lift into the pelvic floor to support you? And that's always reverse the direction. So I'm gonna start back with my left hip, back, side, and front, move through the navel, and then the right side slides to the back, side and front, looping to the right side of my navel, and then you're making that figure eight. As you move the figure eight, just notice that what creates that quality of movement of isolation is that the pelvis is the only thing that moves and the upper body is as stationary as you can. Now it's not like fixed, but that gives that illusion even more of that quality of isolation. Or you can let your rib cage move with the action. You see how it changes, right? You can either let the whole body take that figure eight, or you can just isolate it, just the pelvis. And the upper torso is dynamic in space, but it's in a space hold, right? And then let your torso move with the pelvis. Just kind of notice that shift between letting the ribs go with the movement, how it affects your arms, what you see, Always explore the surface below you, to the side of you, even to the back of you. It's good to keep that head and the eyes tracking. All right. Good. Yeah. So now um, Pamela is going to walk us through a movie meditation that we always end our classes with. Um, do you have the music queued up or would you like me yeah, to? Yeah, I, I 
Um, I thought we would talk it through real quick. Sure, and absolutely. Then, um, and then go with the music. Um, so I just want to share that this movement uh, meditation or centering is is uh, inspired by um, Carolina, Ridicu uh, Carolina Ridiculo. Um, see, my last names are horrible. I, sh I feel shunned that I can't remember her last name. Sorry, Carolina. Of uh, uh, Fat Chance Belly Dance, um, and it's called American Tribal Style. Just a reminder to those folks out there um, who are listening on audio, just, you know, check it out on YouTube so you can actually see it. Thank you. I think that that, I mean, the movie meditation makes me feel so good. And there, I tell people all the time, there have been so many times when I was just too tired because belly dance didn't start till like seven o'clock at night. So after a long day of work, I just didn't, sometimes didn't want to go. And I always told myself, just go. I would seriously just go for the movie meditation. I mean, obviously the other stuff too, but I felt so good. And yeah. I remember the first time we ever did it, I remember feeling like I've done this before. Like this feels so comfortable and warm and just, yeah, it felt so like I knew it already. Yeah. I, 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 I feel that because it's so, it's, it's, it's old movement. It's just, it's old. It, 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 it you know, the body can move so many ways right. and, you know, since mankind, we've been dancing, we, we move, we walk, our hips sway, our, you know, we give birth. Uh, it, it's, it is so, uh, it's, 
dance is life. And, right. and so to be able to tap into that, um, you know, the, 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 the uh, innate wisdom of the movement, I think right. is really empowering. Yeah. Um, so. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom. Um, the, the spellings and all of the titles will be in the show notes as well as how to get a hold of Pamela if you're interested. Um, and yeah, we will see you all in the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on Women's Pelvis Wellness, where you can be heard. Because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, Women's Pelvis Wellness, and join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a pelvis wellness warrior.